Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting right back into the swing of things, you know. I'm saying this weekly type thing, you know. Trying to make sure I stay super consistent, you know. Tuesday, drop this joint every Tuesday. That's the plan. And uh, I'm going to hold myself to it, hold myself accountable. Please make sure y'all do the same thing. Most of the listeners have my number uh, or follow me. So if you hey, send me a reminder, if you feel like it, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't mind being held accountable because this thing will be going up every Tuesday. You heard? But first off, I hope it was a great weekend for y'all. Y'all enjoyed yourselves. I hope you got something very positive going on this week. Uh, I did something very amazing and uh, it's been helping my days out uh, tremendously. Uh, I went to Target and I got a big ass whiteboard, ladies and gentlemen, a big ass whiteboard. Uh, not like the ones that was in your classroom, probably about half the size of those, maybe a third. But a nice size whiteboard and I'm using it to put my goals on for the year. So... Excuse me. I got my goals for the year on there. I got my goals for the week on there. I got my goals for the month, the day, and I got little notes on there. And it just helps me stay very, very organized. Because I think sometimes as we go on through the day, we forget how much stuff we do, really. And sometimes I'd be doing so much. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, man, I feel like I ain't do nothing. Uh, and then what this has helped me do is kind of like, you know, you're never really doing enough, but you got to celebrate the little, you got to celebrate the little, little victories, man. So I get a chance to knock off everything I'm doing or I did that day, whether it's uh, read my 20 pages, listen to a finance blog, uh, listen to an hour of an audio book, and I just go down that list and check off everything I had planned for the day that I wanted to do, check off the things that I did, check off the things that I didn't, and it really gives you a little bit of appreciation. Like, yo, man, I did, you know, I'm working towards my goals and I got something done today. So it's been helping me feel a lot better about my days. I already felt good, but we all need a little reminder sometime. And then also... Uh, put your goals on there for the year So we never lose track of those So I'll be looking at my goals For the whole year, the whole month Everything, every day as I wake up It's on the right side of my bed Boom, as soon as I wake up My brother that sleeps on his uh, Right shoulder, boom So when I wake up, it's basically the first thing I see on my wall So uh, just something I thought y'all might like to do It could be a little board if that's what you want to do But the, it was only like 17 bucks at Target so I suggest y'all all go do that. Put your year, year goals, month goals, week goals, daily goals all on this board. Check it out. I promise it'll help you out. If it doesn't, save the receipt. Take that shit back. You heard? Anyway, uh, let's jump into it. We got a few things. It's like really one thing I really, 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 really want to talk about today. Uh, keeping this joint to about 30 minutes But that is the JD comments about the Female rappers So I want to talk about that and um, But I'll say that for the end We're going to run through some other little things Right One Dylon, 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 Dylon And Dylon because I spit hot fire 
Diddy is bringing back making the band. I don't know if all of you had the pleasure of watching that that great great black Iliad that great black soap opera that great black everything that was called making the band I love that shit so much man making the band all those seasons were super dope uh, we enjoyed it and a couple months ago Diddy was talking about putting all the seasons up on Netflix or Hulu one of them uh, so I guess he decided hey 2020 he coming with a whole new show so you feel me uh, that's what it's looking like he's gonna do a whole new show a whole new season and making the band so we're excited for that who's gonna be the new Babs Who's going to be the new Dylon, new Chopper? Like, Who's going to be these new people? We don't know. So uh, I'm excited to, to, to see that. You know, Diddy is always super entertaining. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, rest in peace to the legend, Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker, one of the greatest lightweight champions arguably the greatest lightweight champion of all time I believe four-time champion uh, his record was like 40 uh 40 wins four losses and one draw something like that but like i think all those three like at least three of those losses came when he was like over the hill like he was already done and he was just kind of you know holding on similar to like muhammad ali taking all those you know, fights he shouldn't have took or Tyson taking a whole bunch of fights he shouldn't have took at the end of his career. Same thing. So really, he was about 41-1. and one. Um, a Great dude, one of the greatest defensive boxers of all time. If you ever got time, even if you don't watch boxing, just go, um, just go have a little glimpse of, like, the art real quick, you know. Uh, Pernell Sweet Pete Whitaker Just look at some of his highlights The defense You can see the swag The grace The elegance that he boxed with Bob Weave Tot, tot, tot Lay a nigga down One time, two time, three time, four time uh, He was one of the greatest men to ever do it And um, I actually wasn't even uh, Super uh, into him You know So he's going to be someone I really check out now But I got a chance to look at some of his Uh Highlights and read some of the stuff about him uh, since he passed today. And uh, yeah, man, uh, blessings to him and uh, to his family. And uh, yeah, check that out. Let me tell you guys about something that happened to me yesterday, though. I'm uh, I'm driving. I'm driving, and uh, I make a little uh, little wrong turn, so I go into uh, turn right on the street. Shouldn't turn right on. I should have kept straight because uh, I was around super parking. Not parking, but it was a uh, it was a concert going on at the Hollywood Bowl. If anybody knows where that's at, I accidentally made a wrong turn going in there. You know, innocent mistake. This fucking cop. Hey man, what you can't fucking read? Da, 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 da. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Now I know for a fact Crazy as it may sound That a cop on his off day Probably makes a mistake or two Maybe I'm tripping Maybe I'm tripping 
But last time I checked, all those motherfuckers was human beings the same way we are. And I'm pretty sure one of them has made a little mistake. So, uh, you know, I'm very calm with them. Like, I'm a very calm person anyway. I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, it was a simple mistake. You know, my bad. Did it on accident. I'm going to turn right around and get out of here. I'll be out your way in a second. And then, you know, immediately I hit him with that. He, he's a lot more cool. Well, don't know. It's, it's all right. Just make a, you know, take a turn. And I'm like, now you could have came at me with this same energy from the jump. So why is it when you see me make, you know, a simple, you know, innocent mistake, like the energy you get, you, you can't fucking read. Da, 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 da. It's like. You know, I see why some of this shit turns the way it does sometimes. Like, I'm very even, you know, very low-key, like, very, like, one of the calmest of the calm. But everybody is not like that, you know? Everybody isn't like that. And I see how things can go zero to 100. Because that was one of those moments. I even caught myself for a second. It was like, can, I can't fucking read. What the fuck you mean? Probably read more books than your dumb ass. But, you know, it was just like, you know, I, I just know how to treat those type of situations and make those motherfuckers feel very stupid in a very intelligent way but I almost flipped that switch one time like it really almost came out of me like can't read what the fuck who who can't read you know so it's just very interesting man um I, I just say that I don't know that that really it don't really have nothing to do with nothing, man. But it was just something that happens. It's just I don't know. It's just interesting every time I have an encounter with one. And I, honestly, a lot of my encounters with uh, cops, uh, I haven't even been pulled over a lot in my lifetime. Really haven't. I've had probably uh, probably been pulled over maybe like. Uh, Five times, maybe in my life. Five times, four, maybe four or five times. Uh, at least three or four of those was completely smooth. Nothing wrong with the cops. One of them was horrible. Uh, but it was another time when I was coming, uh, leaving this house party. I wasn't pulled over, but I was walking to my car and did get a gun pulled on me by a cop. And that's just, you know, it's just it's just some of the bullshit we have to deal with. So, I don't know. It's just very interesting to see how, um, you know, somebody who's trained to be able to deal with some of this shit can, you know, really just take it to 100 with you, like, for no reason. Like, that time I got that gun pulled up, man, literally walking to the car. I heard it was a fight. Skirt! They pull over. Pull it out. Where you coming from? I'm like, damn, you asking me that with the shit in my face, bro? With the gun in my face? What if, you know? So it's just it's just very interesting to see. But um, a lot of, had a lot of good encounters. But them bad ones, man, because it only take one bad one. I think that's the shit that people don't understand. It's like, bruh, like, I understand. Like, yes, I've had some good encounters, bro. but them bad ones can go so super bad they get like you know what i'm saying like and i think that's the part that people don't really understand a lot of times it's like yeah like you can have good encounters but it really only takes one time bro it really only takes one time and i think you know motherfuckers got to be accountable for the way you know you engage a situation because that respect that you give at the beginning of it is exactly the respect that you're gonna get nine times out of ten good or bad so 
that was just my little episode for the weekend. I don't know who else and dealt with some shit like that, but you know, that was me. Uh, if any of y'all know me, y'all know I believe in aliens. Um, I do believe that this galaxy, this universe is way too big for it to just be us here. So, uh, as I've been hearing all this shit about Area 51 and people thinking about storming it to find the aliens and shit like that, of course, I won't be doing no shit like that. But do I believe it's some shit? I don't think it's at Area 51 because niggas been talking about Area 51 for too long. I'm sure they got all of the alien shit somewhere else by now. But anyway, uh, if y'all know me, like you said, you know I believe in that shit. Um, you know, drop a drop an alien man emoji up under my uh, picture if you agree with me after you hear this. But um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Just, uh, it's funny how shit just comes around about. I just remember motherfucking Will Smith and Independence Day dropping out the sky and landing in Area 51. If only it was that easy, right? Even though it wasn't easy for him, he got ejected from a fucking plane. But anyway, shout out to Area 51. We'll see what goes on with that. Uh, Donald motherfucking Trump versus everybody. Goddamn, goddamn. Uh, so apparently, uh, I guess some comments by AOC and some of the other, uh, you know, lovely Congress women, uh, from you know the nation have set off President Trump, and he said, "Look, you motherfuckers, if you don't like it here, go back to those, uh." Shitty countries He didn't say shitty But he said Corrupt and Dirty Scandalous ass countries I'm paraphrasing Ghetto ass countries That you came from Now The four women He was talking about I believe only one of them Is from Another country So Um Yeah That's that He said he didn't say any names But Everybody kind of figured that's who they was, you know, who he was talking about. But he did say the congresswoman in that, uh, in his interview, but, uh, and in the joint. So, yeah, he was talking about them. I'm tripping. My bad. So, anyway, he was talking about them. And uh, I guess they had a country, uh, not a country, a, uh, interview today to talk about, you know, and the shit was racist and all that type of shit like that. And he was basically like, look, man, you know, if you don't like the shit, you can fucking leave, man. Straight up, straight up and down like that. And, you know, I don't know how this shit gonna turn out, y'all. You know, I don't give a fuck about a Democrat or a Republican, to be honest with you. I really could care less. I don't care about either one of them. I don't think either one of them uh, really have the uh, interest of the people. I mean, as a whole, I'm sure it's, it's definitely individuals within those parties that do. But as a whole, no, I think very uh, majority of them or very selfish, uh, self-centered, and uh, I think they play a game. This is a game of chess that benefits them. And, um, yeah, so I, like I said, I really don't give a fuck about either side of them. Like, I'm not one of those that's just fuck Trump dudes. Like, no, I'm a, it's a fuck all of them, for real. Like, that's honestly, honestly, like, this is from a mirror to you. That's honestly how I feel about most of this shit. For real, straight up and down. Now... Uh, I am uh, interested to see how the, you know, the elections go next year, 2020, to see what's up. 
I think these motherfucking Democrats need to get their shit together. You, uh, I still think personally, everybody said it's still early. It's still early. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm like, bro, there's no reason you should have 300 candidates, I feel like, at this point. I know they said it's going to get down and everybody's just playing the uh, donation game trying to stay alive. But it's like, bro. You've been talking about impeaching this fucking man for about three going on four years. It's about to be on his second term. The impeachment shit ain't going to happen. So I'm very curious to see what the fuck you're going to do. I feel like most of that energy should just be putting into getting behind a good cabinet. Like get you a good president, vice president candidate and get ready to go to war. It's too many selfish motherfuckers, bruh. Over there in that Democratic Party I promise you That's how I'm feeling about it And if I'm wrong Please feel free Hit me up But I just feel like It's too many of them And there's still more people Coming on I'm like damn Like just last week They had uh, some billionaire Some Democrat uh, billionaire Forgot his name He just came on And it's like bro Like Nigga It gotta be a cutoff. Like No more niggas in the club Like let's work this shit out you know, so they need to get that shit together. And Trump, I mean, I feel like he just the nigga. Like you've been talking shit on him, like most of us. It's like, bro, niggas ain't think I could even get here, man. Niggas ain't think I was gonna win. Y'all tried to play me like I was a motherfucking sucker. So I'm definitely finna talk my shit once I get up in here. And that's all he doing is talking his shit. That's what he doing. The same way a lot of motherfuckers would talk their shit. So, I mean, you just got to have something to combat that shit. And I feel like right now, motherfuckers is playing the wrong game. They're trying to be super political. It's nice. Like, nah, you can't be nice about this shit. Because he ain't being nice about this shit. He's a real New York nigga, man. A real motherfucking playboy gangster like with the with the money like he don't give a fuck about none of that pretty shit that you talking about you're gonna have to talk about this man wife his kids his four baby mamas like someone gonna have to get dirty with the boy like someone gonna have to get dirty with the boy and if you're not willing to do that I don't know what to say But at least as a motherfucking Democrat You gotta have somebody who's willing to take one for the team So Biden is somebody You gotta hop on the mic And talk shit about his wife She was all up in the spot In the 90s and shit like that She's not yours She's ours Like That's the type of games you gotta play with somebody like Trump You really need You need a real nigga on that You need You need a motherfucker like would not no you this is not who you need but this is the person who you probably need to help write your speeches and your talking points you need a motherfucking chris rock a motherfucking dave Chappelle, uh a motherfucking uh, uh, uh who i'm thinking about cat williams and who's my other man name uh, uh um dang dang the uh George Lopez, one of them, all four of them. George Lopez, Cat Williams, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Get these four niggas together. You got to have one sacrificial candidate who's going to talk all the shit in the world to Trump to get him all the way out his bag. Like, he got to do the most. You got to get him to a point where he's going to do the most unpresidential shit ever. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk it up to that, and you got to get one to take it for the team. But mm, you don't want to do that. So... That's just my recommendation. And that's my little rant. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens in 2020. Good luck to everybody. All right, cool. Um, make sure you go pick up my book, My Historically Black Purpose. It's available everywhere right now. Uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Nook, uh, what else? Audible. Um, everywhere, anywhere. Ebook, physical book, audio book. Like you can get it right now. So my historically black purpose. If you haven't picked up my book, please go get it. Even if it's not for you, give it to someone who may need it. We all know kids who are in high school, in junior college, just starting college. Uh, going to grad school like whatever anybody thinking about attending the HBCU anybody who need a little bit of inspiration my historically black purpose go check that out alright thank you now I've been waiting for this one JD Jermaine Dupree who I think hold on Ooh, one of the greatest One of the greatest producers of all time Helped break legends like Jagged Edge Little Bow Wow The Brat He uh, helped produce one of my favorite albums Jay-Z's American Gangster Jermaine Dupri had a lot of influence on that record He's a legend He gave Nas, I believe, his first uh don't quote me. It was five. I think it was five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand or a million dollars for a verse, something like that. Nasa said, "What the fuck? Like, is this right?" He was like, "Nigga, you you not getting these type of checks already? Like, that's the type of dude JD is, stand up dude. Uh, like I said, help break the brat. Um, a real legend, old school dancer, OG in the game, Usher. Uh, what was it, Usher?" I don't know if he worked on Confessions or 8701. One of them joints. Anyway, Jermaine Dupri is a god in the uh in the whole rap shit. Rap shit, RB shit, like he's a legend. So he was asked, and I start with that. I start with that, because we gotta take it to the origins of the discussion. JD was asked what do you think about the female rappers today who are you talking about and she said uh the two hosts two female hosts they said you know cardi b uh megan Thee stallion Nicki minaj whatever uh talking about mainstream you could tell the way she had phrased it they was talking about mainstream hip-hop jermaine dupree how do you feel about the female uh rap artists Jermaine Dupree calmly said, you know, it's hard to say uh, because I feel like most of them are, you know, just strippers rapping right now. They're talking about kind of the same type of shit, this stripping, shaking that ass, yada, yada, yada. That's all we getting, you know, so it's kind of hard to say. Um, you know, and he was like, he's waiting for somebody to kind of break out that box and uh, see what happens now. If it's one thing that grinds my gears, it's the pandering, it's the sensitive, 
It's the doing too much ass people in media, Instagram, Twitter, podcast world. This shit got to stop. I'm talking about the sensitivity is at a whole time high. I think when Dave Chappelle had it right when he said um, he came back to a uh, to a world of uh, uh, bitch ass niggas. Some shit like that. He said some shit like that. And it's just like, bro, this shit too sensitive, bro. Like, you're not, you're really not allowed to have an opinion unless it fits certain people's train of thought. And no matter how good your point is and how you as an individual feel, your points will be skewed uh, in a way to make it seem as if you hate a person because you don't agree with what they're doing or um, you're not supportive of them because you just may not like what you're doing or you're not uh, celebrating them or even happy for them because of what they're doing. And I think that is a very simple-minded way of approaching conversation and dialogue uh, as people. Like, we can't grow. Our ideas can't grow. From being, um, you know, condensed, you know, or uh, put into these boxes, you know, to you have to say this or it's fuck you. I've seen so many people saying fuck out of here, you know, fuck that nigga Jermaine Dupree. Uh, he can't tell women what to do. Yada, 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 yada. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was just the worst shit ever. Now, some of you may be saying, well, you you know, it is fuck Jermaine Dupree. And that's cool. That's your opinion. My thing is I'm saying it from the standpoint of he was asked a question about what he thinks about female rappers, mainstream female rappers. And he said it's a lot of strip talk, talk, strip club talk. I'm sorry, strip club talk. Uh, and most of the records that's being played right now, it's a lot of shake your ass and that's the majority of what they plan okay so uh you know i you know it's la you got to drive around a lot so sometimes i just throw the radio on and this is no disrespect because i listen to all i listen to all types of hip-hop the main people being played uh right now is for for the females the main females being played on the radio right now or of course, Cardi, Megan The Stallion, City Girls, Saweetie. Uh, who am I thinking about? Those are the main ones. Those are the main ones getting played right now. Uh, Nikki just dropped a record, so some of her shit is getting played. Yeah, that's a lot of strip club talking those and those five people I just named. I'm sorry, that's what it is. They not strippers, but uh, a few of them worked in the strip club, you know. And that's that's just the honest. That's an honest opinion from an OG. Like Jermaine Dupri is forty plus, so you got to think this man is old enough to be, you know, some of our fathers, right? So ask your parents what the fuck they think. About let, let them ride around and listen to the radio and let them tell you what they think about what's being played. Oh, this shit sound the same. A lot of them are gonna tell you the shit sound the same. Right? Now, 
that has nothing to do with female rappers as a whole. We was talking about mainstream artists. We know it's people like motherfucking Rhapsody, Hard, Jean Grey, Hard, Tink, Hard. You know, people that Kamaya, Hard, that's re- that can really rap and really talk about some whole other shit. But the difference is those people are not being played on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's all he was saying. He was talking about mainstream. Those people aren't being played on the radio. And you're talking to somebody, hip-hop aficionado. Me, I love hip-hop. Rhapsody, lover. Jean Grey, lover. Kamaya, lover. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on the Lauryn Hills and... All of that. And you're talking about somebody who in his his time when he was in the prime of his career, he had Queen Latifah rapping. He had Lauren Hill rapping. He had Missy Elliott rapping. He had Eve rapping. Little Kim was rapping. Foxy Brown was rapping. Trina was rapping. So you had a great mix of female artists that was all getting played at the same time. That's a fact. It was a large variety of female artists getting played on the radio. So my main thing, like when I hear some of these people from the radio station saying why Jermaine Dupree would say that, would say that is why aren't you playing some of the other female artists that got a lot more other shit to say? Uh, that's not a Jermaine Dupree problem because if it's more people out there that you're putting out there, then Jermaine Dupree wouldn't have that response to mainstream female artists. You understand what I'm saying? So to twist this into the sum, oh, he's sexist, he don't like the men. Nah, bro, he never say nobody shouldn't get their money. We're talking about music. We're talking about music. This shit is sounding the same to him. Now, I give you an example of why I think this is all some bullshit. OG niggas have been saying that male hip-hop artists sound the fucking same probably for the last 20 years. Probably the last 20 years they've been saying niggas sound the same. Not only in just the way of the music, but talking about the same shit. My dog, my favorite rapper, Nas, said hip-hop is dead in 2006. And nobody claimed that that nigga was a man-hater. Nobody said that shit. When Snoop Dogg said Future and Amigos and the rest of them niggas sound the same, nobody said that that nigga hates men. No, they said that nigga was not liking the hip-hop that was going on. So miss me with the... It's sexist... Bullshit dog Like it's not that Like it is what it is Like that shit sound the same to him And they play a lot of the same shit on the radio That's a fact That's a fizz act They play a lot of the same shit on the radio Like hold the motherfucking radios accountable If you so about You you know Your female artists Or hip hop in general Like hold them accountable For playing a variety of shit Like Rhapsody is one of the dopest fucking artists on the planet and she was Grammy nominated. She was Grammy nominated. She was Grammy nominated. Why her shit not getting played the same way some of the other girls shit is getting played? Is she talking about other shit? She's not talking about shaking her ass and a whole bunch of other shit. Right? So, like miss me with that shit, man. That sensitive ass shit. Go out there, like, challenge some people to play some other shit, and that'll solve everything, you know? And then you got people, J.D. said he's going to do a female cypher so he can get some of the 
new dopest female MCs out there, and then you still shit on the man. Oh, no, nah, we're not trying to hear that shit. Yada, yada, yada. So you're not supporting some other girls who may not have the opportunity to get their shit out there, to get in front of JD and make some shit happen. Like, that's not, that's not a cool idea since, you know, he could do some shit like that. All right, so what is you about for real? Uh, is it really about the women's shit or is it just some you want to be mad type shit? So that's my thing with it, man. Like, just just be real, be consistent, check this shit out and see how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, do it with an open ear and an open heart, bro. This shit, this shit ain't hard to tell. Go listen to the fucking radio. They playing the same shit. It's a fact. So anyway, that is live at the family barbecue for the day. And uh, I hope you all have enjoyed. Again, go uh, check out my book, My Historically Black Purpose. And uh, it's available everywhere. Make sure you send it to, um, you know, anybody who may be able to use it. And, uh, yeah, let's make it happen. All right. So I appreciate you all. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Let's talk very soon. Uh, Akuna Matata niggas Lion King comes out this weekend Go see it Peace